of official. I'm so excited. Yay! I'm curious how many of you guys, this is the first ladies' night that you've been to. Good for you. Oh, I'm so proud of you. We're going to give you a little round of applause. Good for you. It is easy to um, not come to these. You can kind of go, it's on a Monday. There's a lot of things going on. I've got other things to do. I've never come to a ladies' night that I haven't said, I'm so glad I went to that. So I'm really glad you guys are here. I, I mean it when I say it. We've been planning and praying about it for a while, for quite some time, and we're excited about it. Um, we're going to be talking about, like you may have seen on the, well, like Krista shared, and then on the little flyer that we had, the Foundations of Biblical Womanhood. And we believe it's a very important topic, both for in the church and in the world that we live in. So tonight's kind of a little cast the vision for the year. So you'll go, oh, that's what Ladies' Night's going to be about. So I'm done kind of giving you a little teaser, so to speak. So we want to let you know where we're going and hopefully have you guys get excited about it. So I'll have a very short prayer because it seems like several people have prayed tonight. But I'll pray quickly and then we'll tell you what we're going to be doing. Lord, I just want to thank you for tonight. I thank you for each woman that's here I thank you that you know each woman that's here and you have things you want to share with her. So help us to focus, help us to hear from you, help us to be different when we leave here tonight. We sure love you and ask for these things in your son's name. So uh, what is biblical womanhood, right? I know when we first started talking about it, I'm like, okay, I'm a pastor's wife. I should probably know what that means, but it sounds kind of old-fashioned, you know? Like, I'm like, long dresses, braids, a bonnet. It, it does sound kind of like maybe it's an Amish term. Maybe I, I even felt bad saying to someone, I'm not really quite sure what biblical womanhood. And, and I'm doing that podcast with Krista. I'm like, I, I should probably know what this is. I have a much better handle on it now, and it's totally doable, you guys. I just want you to know that. So Because you might be sitting here thinking, I don't know. So like if I'm married, does that mean submission? Does it mean if I'm a single gal that I've lost my voice or my opinions or my rights to be a, a powerful woman? Does it mean I'm going to have to live a life I don't like? You know, some of you are probably thinking these things, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and say it out loud. But we're going to look at a little bit of that tonight so we can help dispel some of the things you're thinking and then get you excited for what we're going to be talking about this year. Because um, what's a ladies' night year without being uh, practical and encouraging? So, all right. So... And what's a ladies' night without me sharing an Elizabeth Elliott quote? <laughs> I love Elizabeth Elliott. Okay, this quote of Elizabeth Elliott's um, is at the heart of biblical womanhood because it's who we are as the women that God has made us to be. So let's read her quote. She said, we are called to be women. The fact that I'm a woman does not make me a different kind of Christian, but the fact that I'm a Christian makes me a different kind of woman. For I have accepted God's idea of me, and my whole life is an offering back to him of all that I am and all that he wants me to be. That just nails it. I just love Elizabeth Elliot, but she says it all right there. So being a Christian makes us different kinds of women. It's like when you became a Christian, you turned to him in repentance, you turned to him in faith, and you were born again. And so God gave you a new heart, and he gave you a new way to live. And it's with that heart that it's like Elizabeth Elliot says, I've accepted God's idea of me. It's a new way to see of living your life. And I was thinking about this for my own life. This really resonated with me for uh, accepting God's idea of me. I got saved my junior year in college, and I had tried living the way the world said to live would satisfy me and make me happy, and I was miserable. And I'll give you a real short Reader's Digest version. Jesus found me and he saved me. And that's the Reader's Digest version because there was a lot that went from this point to this point. But I could safely say I tried 
being a woman the way the world called me to be, or just a person, but there were a lot of specifics with being a woman, and it, it was a miserable existence. So when he saved me, and I realized it, it's like I got saved hook, line, and sinker. I was like, I am all in. This is 100% the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I was ready and willing to simply do anything that he said. I thought, I'm not going to fight this. I wanted to be who he'd made me, who he wanted me to be, and I realized everything I had was his. And it was a real night and day, black and white, like here's a big change in Mary's life, so I could really see it, and I'd been longing for that. That was part of my journey to get saved. I was longing for an identity. I was longing for someone to love me. I was longing to be accepted and know who created me. And it was like, boom, I had it the night that I got saved. And I had tried everything else, so I felt like I could make a comparison. And I'm like, why would I not be sold out for Jesus? Why would I not want to walk in his ways? Because I knew he had the best thing for me. It was like, I knew it. I hadn't walked in it yet, but I'm like, man, I just knew it. He'd save me from myself. And when you realize that, you go, wow, I owe you everything. So my default in my thinking had been, his ways are best. You're just going to have to convince me otherwise. I'm not going to believe the world first. It was like God first, and then you're just going to have to try and tell me something else that's true, and it's not. (laughs) So that happened right when I got saved, and it has affected every decision that I've made since. And it's brought me nothing but good, and I haven't missed out on a thing being God's woman from the get-go. So I know from experience what it means to be, uh, want to have, accept the life that God's given me, and I want that for you guys. God wants that for you guys, and that's why I'm so excited about us talking about biblical womanhood this year, because as we understand what biblical womanhood is and how to live it out, the two foundations we really have to understand is that we need to know and believe who God is and that he and his word are our ultimate authority. That's like, that's the foundation. Because this year, we're going to talk real practicals each month, something where you go, oh, I can take that and chew on that. Let's see what that looks like in my life. But foundationally, you have to understand you're a woman under authority, and God's word is that authority. We belong to him. We no longer live for ourselves. Here's a great verse with that. We were bought at a price. 1 Corinthians 6.20, I like this in the Amplified, it says, you are not your own, you were bought with a price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So then, honor and glorify God with your body. Like, okay, that's really clear. We are not our own, we are his. He is our creator, so he has every right to tell us who we are. He created us who he wants us to be, not the world we live in. I found this quote, it was from a devotional, I don't know who even said it, said it's dangerously easy to get sucked into the world's value systems, but a depraved culture is not a reliable source for what or who is truly valuable. God's word is. So I looked up some definitions. I like quotes, I like definitions. Because I've just sold out on God's ways are right, I kind of oftentimes like to laugh at what the world would throw at me, like, well, this should sound good. And it just really sounds foolish most of the time. But I love seeing it for what it is. So here's a modern woman, okay? Because we know the biblical woman sounds like 1800s, right? So you go, what's a modern woman? Let's see what that says. The modern woman is a force to be reckoned with. She's strong, independent, and confident in herself and her abilities. She's not afraid to speak her mind or go after what she wants in life. She's free to do what she wants, and she's free not to do it. The other one I found said, set your own rules and do what you think is right and will be good for you. And I just sat there thinking, okay, independent, 
answers to herself, makes her own rules. She's obviously the answer to the questions in her life. And I thought, okay, Mary, this is the woman that the world is telling you to be. This is the guidelines for what you're supposed to go after. It's all about you. Well, God is calling us to be the opposite of that kind of a woman, a very different kind of a woman. You can still be strong, and you can still be a force to be reckoned with, but you need to be a woman who's strong in the Lord. This is such a great verse. Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. He does not call us to live what comes naturally, which is our flesh, which is our sin. He calls us to the opposite. He calls us to submit our life to him. So contrary to the world's thinking of being independent, the foundation, what we really want to have you guys understand this year is the dependency we need to have on God, the deep dependency on our creator, because again, he created us and he has a life he, he's designed for us to walk in. We can't be women who look to ourselves because you know what? We might have a lot of the answers, but we don't have the answers. We really don't. We know that and God knows that. So he wants us to look to him and it stems from our relationship with him. So, just in case you're wondering, there's a definition of dependent, okay? Requiring someone or something for support, a person who relies on another. So, for that support, you go, we need to go to him. We need to go to him in prayer and his word. Those are also very foundational things to find out how to live. There's hundreds of verses on the word and prayer, the importance of them, the power of them in the Bible. So I found a couple that I thought were really good. <clears throat> James 1.21 in the New Living Translation says, Humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. You know, that's not, that's not um, lightly spoken, lightly written. That's the truth. The power of the word has the power to save your soul. Prayer. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as, I long, as long as I have breath. Psalm 116.2. God bends down to listen to us. So as we're dependent on him, it's not like he says be dependent on me and doesn't give you the ability to have that strength and the connection and the wisdom that you need. As you go to him in the word and you go to him in prayer, that's where he meets you and changes you. And we need these foundations to understand what it means to be the biblical woman in this biblical womanhood road that we're gonna be walking. So what is it? I'm gonna just tell you a few things that biblical womanhood is this year. It's living the life of an incredibly abundant life, okay? So here's a few things we would like you to know this year. What is it? It is clearly understanding who God is and your identity in him. It's walking in who he's called you to be apart from any insecurities and lies you believe about yourself or the world has told you. It's knowing you were created by him with all the amazing gifts and abilities and talents he wants you to use for his kingdom. It is understanding that he has plans for the life he's given you to reach people from the people in your home to faraway places as you simply live out the life that he has for you. It's trusting that he will use the very words you speak, the way you love people, the choices you make to glorify him by the Spirit's work within you. <clears throat> and you need to believe that eternity will be different because of your life yielded to him. 
And this is just a glimpse of the abundant life he's called for you as the biblical woman. And this is why we're so excited about this upcoming year and all these times that we're going to have together. So like I said, we're going to talk each month about <clears throat> some very specifics how you can walk in this and what does it mean? Because it's one thing to just hear it, but you go, what does this mean for me the next day in my life? Because we all have very different lives, very different needs, very different scenarios, but God has called each of us to this. He wants to intervene in your life and he wants to make you a different kind of woman. We're gonna talk about those things. We need you to understand there's freedom, there's joy, there's beauty and true power in the biblical woman. The fellowship that we have with each other on these nights while we're pursuing God and his word, they're blessed and they're a gift. We want you guys to utilize each other, get to know each other, because some of these things are going to be really challenging for you. Some of them are going to be easy, but that's the beauty of being in this family, this fellowship, doing it together, to prioritize the relationships in our church family. So let's commit to these nights together. So ladies' nights, again, it's like I said, it's easy to not be here on a Monday night. It's easy to find something else to do. We want to encourage you to encourage one another to be here because God has something he wants to say to you. He wants to change you. He wants to take, say something to you. Have you take it home, wrestle with it with him, and then he's going to change you. He's going to help you. He's going to grow you. Let's be committed to one another as you help each other grow in prayer, in reading his word, and let's look forward to a year to becoming that different kind of a woman that's going to start this year and it's going to start tonight. So, that's what we're looking forward to this year as a foundation of biblical womanhood. You're just not going to want to miss any month that we meet because it's going to be God speaking to you, and we're just really excited about how he's going to do that through the worship, through the music, through the fellowship, through every part of our ladies' night. It's a chance for you to become closer to being the biblical woman that God's called you to be. So, woohoo! There we go. Had to get that in. So.